Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Blast. I am your show host, Bo Marchant, and as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars, and we bring them to you today here on the C2P platform. You folks know if you miss any of these shows in their entirety, they're free and available at Apple Music, iTunes, and Block Talk Radio. And uh, we were fortunate enough to be down at the Gridiron Showcase. This is where we first met this young man, and then he left Texas, Fort Worth, and then he was off to Hawaii to play in the Hula Bowl at Aloha Stadium, but it's none other than the Illinois State quarterback, Brady Davis, also spent a couple years with the Memphis Tigers, but with that said, Brady, fabulous career, that's why we're talking today, because you are on that NFL draft radar, but uh, uh, probably January, very, very busy, what's it like to just be back in Nashville and kind of not taking a break, but just, I guess, stopping all the travel? Yeah, it's it's kind of nice. I'm I'm kind of getting settled back in my little room right now, and uh, it's been it's been a crazy couple of weeks, but I feel like it's been you know beneficial for me, and uh, you know it's been it's been a fun experience getting to meet a lot of different people and just kind of compete and, and do what I love to do. So it's it's good to be back, but I really enjoyed myself the last couple of weeks, and like I said, I feel like it was a, a beneficial time for me for sure. Now, Brady, usually when quarterbacks come on the program. You guys are the guys with the ball in your hand from the Pop Warner days. From the very first time you play the game of football, you're the quarterback. Is that the same case with you, or was this the position that you grew into? Um, I would say more so like middle school. Um, you know, I, I was kind of, you know, you're on younger teams and whatnot, people's dads are the coach, all that. So I played a little little tight end, little wide receiver, a little defense. Um, always kind of played quarterback as well, maybe second string or whatever in the Pop Warner days, but you know, when I got to middle school is when I kind of became a quarterback full-time and, and kind of ran with it from there. Well, you've definitely done that. I mean, uh, a ton of accolades, and you've definitely proven that that's the right position for you. So, I- I'm curious, though, you you know, you start you know, you know start doing the high school thing, different schools. What led you to be a Memphis Tiger at first? Uh, so, it's it's a unique story. I, did, I could have I cared less about Memphis Tiger football my whole life. But growing up, I was the biggest Tiger basketball fan, and I'm still one of the biggest Tiger basketball fans you can find around. Um, my dad went there. You know, half of half my family's up there. And just kind of a school I always, you know, kept up with and knew about because of the basketball team. But uh, I saw something in Coach Fuente and how he was turning that program around. And, and, you know, he had a good plan set out for me. It obviously didn't work out. He left uh, – he left about five months after I stepped on campus, but um, it was it was just things were heading in the right direction, and now you know Memphis Tiger football is is you know a top program in the country at that Group of Five level. So it's uh it was a it was a good decision, and it was more of like kind of family based and just a dream of mine. I always wanted to play ball, basketball for the Tigers, but I wasn't near good enough to do that. But um, you know that's kind of what led into it, and just like I said, just Coach Fuente and his staff really uh made me a priority, and I really felt comfortable going to play for them. Awesome. Now I got to ask, since we talked to Memphis basketball, uh, were you a big basketball player? I was, I was, a, I played it a lot. Yeah, I was big. I wasn't, you know, I was, I was a D1 
defensive guy, you know, play defense, get your fouls, get my rebounds, don't don't shoot the ball too much. <laughs> I played on a pretty good team and had some of my, you know, best friends to this day were the were the stars on that team. So I kind of let them do all the flashy stuff, but I, I would get down and play good hard defense and then just trying to play play my role. You know, it's like you kind of said quarterback balls always in your hand. I kind of had to take the back seat and just and kind of be gritty and whatnot. But I love it, man. It's a fun sport for sure. Well, I, I love that. That's an excellent background. You know, you just think quarterback, you're probably the same guy, you know, being the point guard and, you know, pouring in, uh, you know, 12, uh, you know, 12 assists. And you're that greedy guy. You're the Bill Lambeer, if you will, of the uh, high school basketball team. And then on the flip side, you're the star quarterback when you guys are off the uh, hardwood and onto the gridiron. That's fantastic background. Um, So for you, you know this as well as anybody, man. You could get to the collegiate level and things don't work out in terms of how you perform. I mean, you've done well enough where, you, you know, you just were at the Gridiron Showcase, you're at the Hula Bowl, two all-star draft events where they want to take some of the top prospects and learn more about them. So you've done your job there. But when did you really get the sense, Brady, that, you know, you had this skill set? Like, you know, was there a play where your coaching staff, you know, they said, hey, Brady, you, you know, keep your, you know, keep your nose to the grind, and, you, you know, this is going to happen. When did you get that real sense that you had the tools and the makeup to, you know, get this far and possibly beyond? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, in, in high school, things started clicking for me. I played as a freshman at a big school and then, um, you know, I had some success my junior year, played real well, and then I moved with my mom to Starville High School, and I, I was, you know, the Mississippi Player of the Year, all those different accolades, and we were really good. And I think at that point, you know, that was kind of the goal. I was going to go to college, and I was going to go on to the NFL, and I was hoping to do it quickly, you know what I mean? I, I didn't think my college career would draw out as long as it did and whatnot, but every, everybody's story is different, and, I'm thankful for the journey, but I think I would say, you know, kind of my senior year of high school, junior year, senior year of high school, I knew that, you know, I had I had a lot of natural ability. I had a, a, a passion for the game, and that's what I wanted to do with my life. And, you know, obviously it's, you know, things come in the way and injuries happen and stuff like that, but uh, I never really lost that faith. And then when I got to Illinois State, kind of got the team on the job. Um, that was, you know, that was obviously wanting to win ball games and get my degree and whatnot, but that was, that was always the main focus and the goal was, to, to make this a career, make this a job. Definitely. You've done, you've done well, Brady. Once again, Brady Davis, Illinois State quarterback. He was also the Mahoney Valley Football Conference Newcomer of the Year when he arrived via the Memphis Tigers. It just shows a big impact this young man made. Also dealt with a knee injury. Like you, I mean, you've definitely had, you know, a laundry list of transfer, the injuries, COVID-19. I mean, when you – I know you're, you know, you you just after, you know leaving college this past year, but did it seem like a blink of an eye, or did it seem like an eternity, or is it actually both when you think about it on different occasions? I I would say I think you said that pretty good. Both, you know, both. There was times where wow, this is taking forever, and you look back and you're like, man, I started this in the summer of 2015. Um, I would say, you know, some years go by faster than others. I would say my time at Illinois State kind of was a blink of an eye, you know, especially getting 2020 taken away from us, not getting to play that third year. Um, it, it went by fast, and it was time to make a decision, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm at where I'm at now. But, uh, you know, if you look at the whole grand scheme, yeah, I was I was there for a while. I started having wide receivers that were born in, like, 2002, 2003. So I started feeling old at that point. But um, it was uh, it was – it was a great career, and, and I would say, you know, when I was out on the field and leading the, the rep birds and being being the guy there, it, it went by fast and great memories, and it, it does go by fast. And even the whole career, man, enjoy it. If if it gets drawn out like it did with me, it's you're playing ball, you're you know that's you, it's your job. You're obviously going to school as well, but you gotta you gotta invest all you can to it because it's like everybody knows this is the one sport that you can't play too old. Tom Brady's kind of 
defined, making that different. You know, he's, he's going and keep going. He, I heard something that he wants to keep going. But uh, it's it's a game that can go quickly. So I would say uh, it went by fast, went by slow, but I loved every minute of it. Definitely. And, and for you, I mean, Gridiron Showcase, the Hula Bowl, what was the reaction when you talked to all these NFL scouts? I mean, it was a great opportunity. You know that. You know, them, they see you on tape, but they don't really know you as a man. What was it like just to be able to sit down, look these guys in the eye, and let them know who Brady Davis is? Yeah, I think uh, just being able to kind of do that, let them know who I am and just kind of the character I have and, you know, the love for the game I have, you know, I think it's talking with me. It's it's not easy to find out that I love this game and love everything that goes about it. I love being a teammate, love being, you know, a, a part of a – a program, part of an organization. So I think, you know, that, that that's kind of more what they're looking for. And they, they know the kind of player you are. They know, um, you know, what you can do on the field. I think sharing your knowledge and kind of talking ball is, is important. And then as well, just, you know, showing, showing that you love, love the game and that you're, you're willing to put in that work for, you know, for how many every years you're lucky enough to do it and, and never, it never get old. So I think, uh, yeah, just kind of getting background information more so than anything, but just kind of filling guys out and for them filling me out. And I think it, I think it all went well, for sure. Definitely. And, and, and I, I'm curious, I mean, you know, I was watching highlights of you trying to pick up as much as I could, just, you know, knowing you were coming on the show. Um, I mean, I love your poise in the pocket. It seemed like, you know, every play that you're standing up straight, your eyes are, you know, you do a good job of, of surveying the field, observation of it. And then I, I love that you really put your ass into the ball when you release it. I mean, all your balls had a little, to me, you know, they had a little sizzle on them. You know, they weren't coming out floaters. They just weren't soft. I mean, you really had a nice trajectory on that ball. I mean, in your words, what are your hallmark home run abilities of that QP position that these teams are going to love? Yeah, I think kind of what you saw is, is something that flashes off, just a lot of arm talent, you know, uh, being able to put zip on the ball, being able – to throw it from different arm angles, getting it around defenders and finding those lanes uh, and really being able to push it down the field. Um, just, you know, take take your shots. And I, I love taking those shots. And I think I have the ability to really stretch a field in a lot of different ways and, and just, you know, finding finding holes and finding lanes and, and making my arm work, whether, you know, I have to throw a sidearm or I get the perfect clean pocket and, and use my proper mechanics. I think that's something that kind of is just natural for me and, and I think that's that's what I've heard, and that's what I kind of know is my strong suit, as well as you know athleticism, switchiness. I'm I'm not a runner by any means, but I can, and I and I, I can move around pretty well and, and throw well on the run as well. Yeah, and, and anything go unnoticed, and we just allow you to say this because this is your show. NFL personnel might be listening; they may listen in later on, you know, in a month or two. Uh, you know, what goes unnoticed? Uh, could be team captain, weight room warrior, film junkie, uh, maybe the systems you ran didn't allow you to make certain throws or run certain plays. I mean, Brady, is there anything that these scouts need to know that will help you get on that 53-man roster? Yeah, I think um, the system I did run, it didn't limit me. I think it. you, you see uh, James Robinson, my running back, all credit to him. He's a heck of a player. But I, I was uh, asked to do a lot as far as, you know, getting us in the right play, taking a couple plays of the line of scrimmage, finding what the defense is trying to do, and, you know, kill it to the second play or audible out. I, had a lot of freedom and a lot of uh, trust in my – the coaches had a lot of trust in me that I could, you know, make changes at the line of scrimmage, get us in a run, get us in a pass, signal out of a pass and all that. So a lot of that goes unnoticed, you know, that, you know, you, nobody knows that my cadence is, is calling the play at the line of scrimmage. So I think, um, you know, that that's something that I feel really comfortable doing and I know you're asked to do that at the next level. And luckily, and luckily enough, I was asked to do it at college as well. So a lot of guys don't have that. They just don't play in that system, you know, it's more – schematic and it's more uh spread style whatever 
just kind of make it work, you know, find the hole and make it work, play fast. But I was able to, you know, really have a lot put on me as far as, you know, game plan, game week wise, just figuring out, you know, what's the best look for us and, and having all my checks and kills, you know, at the line of scrimmage. Awesome. Very, very well answered, Brady. And uh, the Hula Bowl, the last time, I mean, a week ago, I believe, you know, you're down, you know, the whole Ohio Stadium, what I think two for five, 70 yards, four yards rushing. What's it like just getting just a taste of the being on the field? I mean, you're accustomed to being in the game for four quarters, but you're only in there for a few drives. I and mean, was it hard to find a rhythm and really get acclimated to what you wanted to do? Um, not really. You know, those were the stats. I had two huge PIs called, so two huge plays where I, I really threw it down the field. And, we, and, you know, in the NFL you get 50-yard gains if they hold. It's not just 15 yards. So uh, both my drives – both, that happened twice, and, um, you know, we were all of a sudden on the 10-yard line after a deep ball, and we were able to, you know, score a touchdown. So, I think, you know, the game is important, but the whole week of practice, I think I really showed what I can do as far as stretching the ball down the field, making tight window throws, and, and really operating in the system. And luckily enough, you know, I got in the game, we were able to go down and score a couple a couple touchdowns and, and get the lead. And, um, you know, things happen, you know, drops, whatever, you know, PIs, you know, that, that all goes into stats. And when you're in an all-star game, you don't have much time to make up for it, but uh, – I think I really right. played well and played poised and, and made all the right decisions and, you know, leading teams on leading your team on a score and drive is, is what they want to see. They want points on the board. So uh, I think I did well with that. And, you know, I had a really great week of practice and, and got a lot of positive feedback from that from my coaches and whatnot out there. So uh, I think I think everything went really great, man. I was in Hawaii with some incredibly smart football <laughs> minds. So it was uh, it was an awesome trip for sure. Definitely. And, and anyone familiar with the draft experience, practices are what these guys love the most. I mean, even at the Senior Bowl, Shrine Game, Hula Bowl, um, outcoming, they're there during the practice, and by under normal circumstances, non-COVID, the scouts are leaving, the coaches are leaving, and the family and friends are coming in to watch the game. By then, the scouts got all the information they need. They saw practice, they got their interviews, and then they're off jettison back to uh, headquarters to get things done. Um, Brady, we're almost out of time, but we always like to have some fun with you guys. We call it three and out, a few off-the-wall questions. Um, before we let you go tonight, you take ready to take a shot with some of those? Oh, yeah, man. I love that kind of stuff. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. How about this one? It's kind of cliche one, but nonetheless, people like it. Uh, superstitious. You a superstitious guy? Anything that you need to do to game day? Not necessarily, no. Um, I have, you know, I like to get out in shorts and T-shirt and swing it around a little bit before I, you know, get the pads on for pregame. But, you know, I listen to I listen to my, my normal music that I listen to, and I – sling the ball around and I'm I'm going to try to start calming down maybe I'm kind of like a hype man I like running around pushing people in the chest and you would think I play linebacker <laughs> in the locker room but probably need to calm it down a little but uh not not necessarily superstitious I'm really not fair enough uh, how about this one? who's your biggest critic myself no doubt about that um no doubt about it I would say myself uh, some of my coaches in the past obviously have been pretty big critics um but I love that. I love being coached hard. I love, you know, having even if I throw a touchdown, get on get on to me if you don't think I did something exactly perfect, you know what I mean? But there's nobody as big of a critic as I am on myself and that's that's something that I've always kinda used and, and I wouldn't want it any other way, man. I, I wanna be the best I can be and if if something doesn't, you know, go right, you don't have to tell me because I'm already i I'm already on myself about it. But uh Definitely had some coaches in my past um, that that were hard on me. Mike Norvell was always hard on me, and I'll always thank him for that because uh, he made me a better player. And he was he never made it easy for me, made me uncomfortable. So when I finally did get you know my own team and my chance to play, uh, 
I was ready for ready for all that. My coach at Illinois State coached me hard. I asked him, you know, I want to be coached hard. I want to be, you know, yelled at all the all the whole nine. So uh, I would say myself, but definitely some of my coaches in my past as well. Hey man, that's a fabulous response, Brady. Fabulous response. And then the last one, um, the the draft will be here soon enough. I mean, we're a few months out, but it is a roller coaster. I mean, it's it's so close. Uh, who's the best cook in your family? And when you get ready for that weekend to celebrate, to hear your name called, or find out where you're going to go afterwards, who's the best cook in your family? And what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate that special day? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, my granny's probably the best cook in my family, but I'm getting there. I'm I'm actually a pretty good cook myself. I'm I'm married. Me and my wife, we can we can cook up a pretty good meal together these days, and we kind of you know both both get in the kitchen do it at the same time. But uh, I would say my granny, and I, I don't even I don't even have to tell her. I don't, it doesn't even matter. She can make whatever she wants because she knows she knows what I like. You know, twenty twenty three years of being with her and whatnot. So I'm sure she'll uh, she'll have she'll have it in her mind. She might already be thinking about it, but um. She'll, she'll have us a nice meal. She'll probably fry some chicken tenders. That's what we all like. And then a bunch of sides, a bunch of – I'm a big vegetable guy, all, the whole nine. So, a bunch of stuff. Um, whatever she wants to make, I'll be happy with. Fair enough, man. Brady, you were a pleasure to speak with. And, again, we just want to say stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we can't wait to find out where you land. And, uh, hey, you've, you've done all – you've done everything you could to this point, man. Just continue on that same trajectory, and you're going to be in the right place at the end, buddy. I really appreciate that, uh, sir. And like I said, man, holler back at me anytime. I would love to come back on. Y'all have a good one. You too. Once again, that is Brady Davis. And I love that we talked about being coached hard and being a bit as critic and talked about Coach Novell, you know, saying, hey, you know, and, and him saying, hey, he was one of the instruments that helped him get to where he's at. And, uh, okay, in today's day and age, you know, we like to call kids soft. Um, Brady Davis said, you know what, you know what, you can yell at me, scream at me. That motivates me to be my best. And, again, that's one of why he's one of the – 2021 NFL draft quarterback prospect. And again, a lot to think. And if you watch him again in the pocket, a lot of poise. And really, I'm telling you, he really puts a lot behind that ball and just a nice, nice throwing football. I'm sure if we talked to his receivers, they would say that, you know, when he, when he, the, the ball that he delivers is a catchable ball. And that's something that sometimes gets unnoticed. I mean, you want the guys on the other end to have a good time catching that football. It looks like Davis does that. As always, we appreciate you guys joining us here on the C2P. <laughs> This has been a C2P exclusive.